Welcome to Business Unveiled Podcast. This is the place where we help overwhelmed, time-starved entrepreneurs like you make the profitable shifts to get more done and get more out of life. I'm your host, Angela Prophet, award-winning eight-figure entrepreneur and CEO. And in every episode of Business Unveiled, I'm bringing you conversations that will give you the expertise and strategies that will scale your team and business so you can get shit done. That's GSD in our world. So get your time back and grow a business that helps you be present in your life. Let's do this, y'all. This episode is brought to you by the GSD Academy. This step-by-step business productivity online program will share with you exactly how to shift your mindset, set boundaries, build rock-solid processes, customize your message in order to strategically grow your revenues and get shit done. Visit AngelaProfit.com slash GSD Academy. Hi, y'all. It's Angela. I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled, and I'm super, super excited to talk to another badass business owner. She is so much fun. We're going to have awesome today, and we're going to have an awesome, awesome time. I wish you guys could see her picture. So whenever Amanda posts, I have to share it with you guys because this hat and there's like this pink amazing geometric backdrop of um, Eva's picture and I just love it and so we're gonna talk about some good shit today you guys like we're gonna pull back the drape and really share some some deep deep stuff with you guys so we're not holding back today so you're in for a treat so Eva welcome to the show Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I can't wait to, um, yeah, see what we dive into. Yay. Well, before we jump in and start talking about your entrepreneur journey and really just talking about like freedom and passion and purpose and inspiration. And I know that you teach women globally as well, just about their passion and their purpose, but you've had to go through a lot, I'm assuming, to really get there. I know that I have as as a woman. And it's like, you don't just wake up and say, okay, what's the passion? And what's the purpose? You really have to go through a journey. So I know that you're from Australia. I absolutely love your accent. But share with me and share with everyone listening a little bit about your journey and your background. How have you gotten to where you are today? Mm. Well, you know, I, I really wish I could have just said I was born yesterday and I woke up and this is my life. But unfortunately, <laughs> I yeah, really, you know, I, I don't like to put labels on it and be like, you know, it was so much and all the things. But I guess in the grand scheme of things, I have really had to overcome a lot of stuff to get here. And I was born into a we were well off. We we're a well off family, upper middle class in Australia. Mm-hmm. But my parents were extremely stingy, extremely tight, uh, would fight over money all the time. Um, our My childhood was all about status. You weren't anybody unless you were somebody. And so to really paint you a picture, I guess who we become is who we had to be for our parents. And I had to be this you know, perfect human that had all of the, all my ducks in a row, 
knew I was going to go to uni, everything was going to work out beautifully. And it definitely didn't. So <laughs> until now, but um, mm-hmm. so my childhood, even though it looked great on the outside, it wasn't great on the inside. My parents uh, would fight all the time. They were going to get a divorce. Uh, my father sort of lived away most of the time. And as a child, you don't really have much to compare to. You sort of feel like, and this is how I felt, that your circumstances are just how everything is. And so I thought it was normal until one day I really had to wake up. And that day was when I was 13 and we'd just come home from Christmas shopping. And we walked in and my mum was screaming, my sister was screaming, we had to call the ambulance and my father unfortunately had taken his own life. And yeah, and it was a very, um, you know, ironically, and I was saying this on another podcast recently, it was the best thing that ever happened to me and not in a narcissistic way, in a really beautiful way, because I actually have more of a relationship with my dad now that he's passed than I ever had when he was alive. Um, (laughs) but, But look, it was it was a very, it was a shock to the system because mainly that we were conditioned that everything had to be perfect. You had to have a mom, you had to have a dad, you had to be well off and everything had to look a certain way. And now here I was with my model of the world shattered to the ground because my father had just taken his own life and the word suicide is taboo. And so I had to go to school, you know, for the next couple of years and just nothing felt right. And the reality is sometimes when events happen in your life, they often take away what's really happening. They take away the focus from what you're really dealing with. And the focus of what I was really dealing with was the fact that my sister and I were raising ourselves. My mom was never home, you know, from the age of five, we had to walk, you know, an hour from school every day. We had to cook our own dinner. We pretty much raised ourselves from the ground up, which, um, which I'm, I'm not... I don't have anything against my mum for because it made me the woman I am today and it made me incredibly independent. But the energy around my mum is that she was a very cold woman. You know, there was no real love to give. And you don't have to, like, if you tell someone that you love them, but there's the energy behind it isn't warm and loving, you know, it, it does nothing. So um, being in a house that, um, and I'm very sensitive to my environment. If anyone's ever done epigenetics or, you know, just done anything around finding out who you are with all of the incredible modalities that this world has to offer, um, I'm really sensitive to my environment. So my office is, you know, perfectly white and pink and my home is like a catalog <laughs> home because I just love space and, and I feel better when I'm in a beautiful space. And so... Mm-hmm. My 15-year-old self um, just could not be at home. I didn't really know why. I didn't put labels on it at the time, but I just knew that I couldn't be in that house. And so I did what every 15, well, not every 15-year-old, some 15-year-olds don't rebel, but I <laughs> but I oh, certainly I did. So, um, yeah, I was... I was the worst 15-year-old. I'd like sneak out of my home, climb out the window, you know, go two houses down and go to my boyfriend's house at the time. And, you know, I did it for a whole summer and my mom caught me and she told me to leave. And it, you know, wasn't in a way like leave and never come back, but she was like, just get out of this house. I don't want you here. And me being the stubborn, determined woman that I am, I never set foot back in that house again. I, I went to a completely different life. It was almost like an insane parallel, like, you know, um, timeline shift, but it wasn't a quantum leap because it was definitely not, um, you know, for my highest good, but it really taught me a lot. 
And so I lived with my boyfriend, his family, and I had to go from this beautiful, expensive private school to one of the worst schools in Brisbane. And so it was, yeah, it was, it was an insane shift. So I saw, I always share this story because it's really, it means a lot to me. Um, The very first day of school at my new school, at this school where, you know, I'd gone from prissy private school people that, you know, parents are making millions of dollars a year to a school mm-hmm. where they're taking drugs and smoking and, um, you know, pulling knives out. And I'm sitting at this school that is so out of my comfort zone because I'd been conditioned around status. And I'm sitting there and the very first day of this school, this girl um, is sitting beside me and I'm like, oh, where's your mum uh, to go pick her up? And she's like, oh, my mum's dead. And I was like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Where's your dad? And she's like, oh, dad's in jail for killing mum. Oh, And, but in the irony of the mess, it was the very first moment in my life where I was like, ever, there is always someone out there that is going through more than you. Yes. Like your, your, what you've been through is just making you the person that you are. You just need to surrender and go along with it and learn everything that you can from it. And while my story didn't get much better, you know, I went down a very dark road for a long time. I was addicted to drugs. I tried to commit suicide four times. I, I ended up in hospital four times. And on the fourth time, oh my gosh. when no, 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 it's, it's, it's terrible, like to have to hit rock bottom. And I will um, remind everyone that I created this prison in my own mind. The only person that created these choices was me. And sometimes we need to you know, it's hard because no one's really shown us any differently. But on the fourth time of being in hospital, trying to take my own life, I had this really strong awakening that it was just like, Eva, if you can fail at taking your own life, <laughs> then you have to live. Like, how, like it was like, mm-hmm. how did you fail at doing this? And so in that moment, I made the choice and I was like, Eva, you need to get yourself some endorphins and get back on the right track. And so I did just that and it wasn't easy and I started to, you know, get my life back on track. And of course, when I gave up, you know, the drugs and the alcohol and the parties and just really focused on my health, um, I got pregnant. (laughs) But obviously there's a bit, like obviously there's a bit of time between, so I was able to grow. But yeah, I'd I'd gone to uni. I started working in the events industry. Mm -hmm. um, And then when I got pregnant, I realised that, I couldn't work for someone else because I'd never have time with my babies. And so I started um, Forever Events, which is an event planning and styling company that blew up. Um, We've still got that company. It's incredible. And um, we became so successful. Everyone else was asking for advice around, you know, how to run a business. And working with business coaches and incredible mentors over the years, I realised that the reason that I'm in this physical body this lifetime is to really help women step into their purpose and unlock who they are as a coach. We can't give you all the answers. You have to really unlock the power within you, but we can hold the space beautifully. And that's what I get to do today, every single day. And I think the world would be a much better place if everyone realized their true power, their true potential and stopped, you know, buying into this bullshit illusion that there are limitations when there really are none. Yeah. No, it's so true. And thank you for sharing all of that. Cause I know it's not easy, um, you know, talking about some of it, but sometimes you got to get through all of that. And then it becomes easier to talk about it because it's like, look, 
I went through this stuff and, but just like you said, you never know what's going on with the other person that could be sitting right next to you. And I learned that working in mental health, um, I, I've probably worked at a facility that, that you went to for help. And most of the patients that, that they were, uh, they checked themselves in for help. They had, had suicide attempts. And then we had a whole nother unit where people were not there voluntarily and they were so incredibly sick out of their mind. And, you know, you study something in school and you read books about it and then you actually get into the real workplace. And I was scared. I was like, I was kind of a sheltered child. I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize that like, this is what a psych ward is like. And I know I can help people and I love to help people. And I just really wanted to hear people's stories and I wanted to understand their brain and why they were so sick. And I, and I just, I felt like I could help them. But what I didn't understand as, cause I was so young, I, I you can't fix everybody. You just, you can't. Mm. And there's so many factors that go into that, but long story short, that there were people with the, that would come in for help and they look completely fine. And I'm like, I'll never forget one of our patients. Her name is Jane. I, I called her Miss Jane. She was gorgeous, perfect clothes, perfect, beautiful family, husband, beautiful daughter, BMW, nice BMW car. I'm like, what's wrong with you? And yeah, she was bipolar and she suffered. And until I really started to understand her, like from a medical perspective, I was just looking at like what was on the outside and then sizing her up. And that's what we do in society, not meaning to at all, but you never know until someone sits down in therapy and they open their mouth. And then you're like, oh my God, that's not what I was expecting to come out of your mouth. Um, but we have to stop painting this picture of, oh, woe is me. Like poor me. Every time someone like is driving and they're like, they, you know, completely almost hit me and flick me off. And I'm like, you almost hit me here, but it's okay. Like I just wave and I smile. You never know that if that woman was beaten that morning, you never know if she was on the way to the hospital because her child was dying. Like you just don't know until you take a step back and you actually ask someone and so I think that that's a really, really valid story to get people to look at things a little bit differently so that you don't always think like, oh my gosh, my life is so bad. You can make your life so much better. I mean, look at what you've done with your story and you've used that as such a positive way to help so many other women. And I'm sure that women that come to you feel comfortable in confiding in you because they, if you talk about yourself being at a low point, you can never even imagine what doors you open and fires you put out of other women feeling comfortable and confident to come to you because let's be honest, like none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. So what, what's the, um, the first thing that you can tell people that they really have a passion and a purpose? but maybe they don't know what that is yet. 
how can you tell them like, what's the first thing that they need to do to go out searching for that, to know what their purpose is right now? This is funny because I was literally on a coaching call with a client yesterday and we were having this same discussion. She was like, you know, I'm doing this job that I can't stand. I really want to be doing this. And it's so analytical. And it's something that I've really uncovered in the last few years, because in the early days of business, I was so in my head. And I think the really important thing about this lifetime that most of us have a comprehension of, most of us always say, you know, it's mind, body, and soul. There's the universe, whether they grasp the 3D and the 5D is another story. But the reality is that if, like, we are always being guided. The most powerful thing that we have is our intuition, is you know, our spirit, is our soul, whatever you want to call it, is our connection to the universe. But most of us spend our entire lives in our head. You know, we, we're lifeless. You are absolutely lifeless without your spirit. A fetus is just a fetus. And then the spirit goes in, you know, you start, your heart starts beating and it creates life. And so the reality is that we have the power and the potential to know in any given moment if something's for our highest good or not. We always have that potential, but we come into this physical body and we're not taught that. No one's teaching that, you know, it's pretty much just do, 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 and constantly be in your head and not in your heart. Constantly run, do everything with your head. And if you just get out of your head and come down to your heart for a second and connect and connect to your intuition and your wisdom and you turn off all of the thoughts that, are just constantly ramaging around that aren't even really for your highest good, and then you're going to know. So for somebody that's stuck and they're looking everywhere for their purpose and they're looking outside of them, the first thing I would remind you is that your purpose is inside of you. It's been in you all along. And it doesn't have to be anything grand. It can just be making a certain, you know, someone happy every single day, like living your life with so much fun and so much joy and so much passion. Like when you start having more fun, you start connecting back to yourself and back to your highest and back to who you are, then anything's possible. And the, I guess like the most powerful thing I've learned in business is that energy is everything. And so when you're connected with yourself, like, and the reality is that, you know, when we're looking at frequency waves and all that type of stuff, we're all connected with thoughts. It's like when you go to message someone and they've just messaged you or you're thinking about someone and they just contact you or you think this happens to me all the time. It probably happens to you too, Angela, when you're thinking and then you get the email and you're just like, oh, awesome, because everything is connected. Like it's the laws of the universe. And so if you just get out of your head and people get thrown with meditation, if meditation's not for you, totally fine. But Mm -hmm. you need to do meditative things like go for a walk without music without a podcast, without anything, like go and stand on the grass, go stand in the sand, like with no distractions. I can guarantee you if you start listening to silence and just quietening your thoughts, you are going to start feeling. And when you can use your inner guidance system and see, well, this feels really good. I'm going to do more of that. Well, this feels really bad. I'm not going to do more of that. Like for instance, if Angela was hosting this podcast all the time and she hated doing it and it felt really bad, no one would listen to it because she'd be putting off that energy. Like you just would, if you didn't do it, if you didn't enjoy doing this, no one would listen to it. And so really finding out your purpose is just reconnecting to who you truly are, which is limitless potential, which is abundance, which is source energy. Like whichever, you know, whatever you choose to believe in in this lifetime is fine, but really understand that there is so much more than meets the eye. And when you can connect with all that you are and start running with your heart and going, 
like this is this is what I was talking to the client about the other day. She's like, you know, I have all this money from this job, but I've been unhappy for years. And I was like, okay, so what you're telling me right now is that your happiness is worth less than money. Mm-hmm. And so many people are living this existence going, well, I'm going to be a slave to the money. I'm going to do that. I hate doing that, but I'm going to do that because I'm a slave to the money. But if we're looking at law of attraction and if you're really feeling good about, I said, if you're making that money and you hate what you're doing, imagine how much money you're going to make when you feel good about what you're doing. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it. <laughs> you don't have to be a slave to the money. And it's funny because a lot of people, if you stop and ask them, like I'll stop and ask younger entrepreneurs because someone stopped and did it to me. And I never really, I was like, I don't know why I'm working so much because I love what I do and I love helping people. It's really not about the money. Uh, There's money in the bank. There's, you know, there always seems to be money there. It doesn't mean that we were always profitable. That's a whole different story. But yeah, it, 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 it it also sucks to have to be a slave to make enough money to commit to a lifestyle that you don't even know if you like sometimes because it's what society builds up, which is crazy. So anybody that's listening that is dealing with like fear or self-doubt or imposter syndrome, talk to us a little bit about that. Like what are some things that they can do to overcome that? You know, that there's, there's millions and millions of modalities in this world that you can use to overcome anything. You know, if you feel called to do something, if you feel called to work with a kinesiologist or you feel called to work with a counselor or anyone that you feel called to work with um, is important. But this is how I like to look at life. When you were born, you were perfect. You didn't have any limiting beliefs. There were no limitations. There was nothing. You were pure and utter consciousness. You were perfect. And then all of a sudden, people started saying, well, you can't do that or money doesn't grow on trees, which is bullshit because uh, trees are made from paper and money's paper. Right. And then all these people, oh my goodness, like there's so many stupid things out there, but it's just all these like, oh, there isn't enough money to go around or uh, don't buy that or, you know, and so we start forming a story around all this crap that was never ours to begin with. None of it was ever ours to begin with. And so when you buy into the fear or you buy into imposter syndrome or you buy into any of that, what you're really saying is I'm unworthy of my dreams. I'm unworthy of my greatest desires. Um, I didn't even come into this experience to really have everything that I want, but that's all a lie. And it's all an illusion. Every part of it is an illusion. And I like to, you know, I'm not going to go too much into it because it's quite left field, but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I believe that, if, you, if we think about it, it does a lot of humanity better for people to be limited because if everyone woke up tomorrow and they knew how incredible they were and how much power they have and how that every single thing that you believe inside of you is projecting outside, we're literally like that projector screen. Whatever the real you want to put inside your mind and play, if you're playing that real, it's like I'm the wealthiest person in the world. The world outside you is you are the wealthiest person in the world. That's the lifestyle that you're seeing. That's the lifestyle you're living. And so it really comes down to what you're putting on that reel that you're putting in your mind every single day and projecting it. And so people like it does, I feel like it does society a world of good, you know, people in power to keep people, you know, limited and in their place and doing the nine to five, because then everything can be controlled and conformed. 
And so the more people wake up and the more people just decide that they're going to take back their power and they realize that they can create anything they want. Every, every single thing that we see in this physical reality has been a thought, has been a thought that just manifested into physical being, into physical form, you know? And so yeah. this is exactly how you can create the most powerful life in the world. You wake up every day. Like this, this is what pisses me off. Why do we have to feel like if, why do you have to wait to be a multimillionaire to feel like a multimillionaire? Mm-hmm. Why would you be so cruel to yourself? Why would you hurt yourself so much that you're like, no, I don't deserve to be happy until I have that. Like in what fucked up world do we right. have to go through like, <laughs> to be like, no, sorry, guys. I just need to put off my happiness for another 10 years until that manifests. And the sad part about that is it's never going to manifest if you think like that because you have to become a vibrational frequency to the things that you want in your life. So you have to feel like you already have them. Like we all get it. We all get that you have to feel like you have it and then it manifests, but no one is brave enough to do it. Or people like, no, I'd rather just play small. No, I couldn't possibly have that. No, I'd rather work the shit job that I hate. No, no, no. I like my shitty life. Oh, good. I'll die like this. Like, it's like, why? Why people? Like, I think some, like you said, people just get so into their own heads and then they make up shit in their own head and then they don't know how to get out and they don't surround themselves with the, with people like I can tell like you and us we surround ourselves with people that are going to help support what we want and support mm-hmm. the lifestyle we want and you surround yourself with those people who can help you fucking get there otherwise those people have no place in my life and I love listening to, to Jay Shetty. One, one day I was listening to something he was saying, and he's like, you know, people are like leaves and roots and, you know, you're going to have people come into your life and you're going to have just like seasons where I live. We have all four seasons typically. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like the, the leaves grow, they fall off. Branches grow, they crack, they fall off. But then you've got your roots, you know, which is typically like your family. You can't pick your family and but but it's so true it's like there's seasons of life and you can choose to stay in a season or leave a season and leave it behind and that's okay and you never have to go back there's nothing wrong with that but because our society and our culture doesn't teach that it's okay that people are going to come into your life for a reason at a certain moment and then they're going to leave your life at a certain moment and that's okay like there's nothing wrong with that but yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't know how to manifest these things because they're not surrounded by the right people or they're not listening to the right things or they're not reading the right books for some reason. I mean, there's so much limiting shit out there where I'll just simply put my hand up and say, I'm not listening to that. That's garbage. It's negative. I don't want it in my life, my home, my space. And we're going to move on. We're, we're going to stay in, into the positive zone over here. Because like you said, it's like the energy and it is magnetic. And what you put out is what you bring in. You're putting out negativity. You're going to bring it in. So talk to us a little about a little bit about like the whole magnetic thing, because like I want to know more about that, that it's so neat to me. Like, how do you bring in clients that you like want to work with? Because you and I know that exists. You, you have the ability to say yes, and you have the ability to say no. So for, so for someone who doesn't know, what would you tell them? 
And this this is this is the thing with um this is the hardest thing that I find with women in business. You know, it's this to really manifest well. I believe we have to have the strongest relationship of trust with the universe because the reality is that when we're calling in something great, so if we're calling in a life where we want clients that are incredible, you know, overflow of clients, literally turning clients away because that's how busy and that's how booked out we are, then we have to act from that space. And so if we're re- if we are really living into who we are, we are really interviewing people that are coming to us and we're getting really, really clear. And we're like, do I really want to work with this person? Um, no. And we're saying no to people because we value our time more than anything. We're not going to fill it up with people that don't light us to the highest good. And you know what? I'm not saying completely turn them away. If you've got, if you can help them and you've got online programs and things like that, then you can offer them those things. But the reality is most people start business and they're so desperate to get clients and they're being needy. And the universe is really just putting back what you're putting out there. And so if you're needy and you're coming from desperation, then the universe is going to give you nothing back. It's going to be like, oh, it's like trying to date someone. Think about it. Like there's all these things out there. It's like treat them mean, keep them keen. But it's really just about <laughs> when you're when you're completely in love with yourself and you're so in your life and you don't need anything, then that's when everything comes. That's when everything comes because you're magnetic. That's the most pure place of being a magnet when you are so full and you are fulfilled and you're coming from this place of that you have everything, everything will come to you. And so when it comes to clients and it comes to business, get clear with the universe about who you want, write it out, know who you want. And anyone that isn't that type of client, send them away and trust that the universe is always going to give you bigger and better things. Trust, because when you take on clients that aren't for your highest good and they drain you and they make you feel like crap, the universe is going to go, oh, they like this. Let's give them more of those shitty clients. Let's give them more of those clients because that's who they're an energetic match to. Mm-hmm. When you start up leveling and you start trusting and going, well, I live in an abundant universe where there are endless possibilities, where quantum physics proves that there's millions and trillions and infinity of different possible outcomes and timelines that I can pull in at any given moment, then you just start having fun. This is the thing in business that no one really, that people people need to realize more of. Like, I wish I wish there was this thing that it's like, I mean, I might, might even start something around this. Be like, awesome, you've just started a business. Let's start having some fucking fun. Yeah. Like, how can we have fun? Like, people are just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to kill myself. And, and, I, and I put my hand up because I used to do all of this. I used to kill myself and mm-hmm. I used to do all the things I didn't want to do. Now it's all about when do I want to work? How do I want to work? How do I get the most out of my time? And I'm only going to work with these people that light me up. And I'm only going to work with people that um, I feel better being around and leaving than people that drain me. It's like the energy vampires versus the energy picker uppers. So, yeah, it's really just vampires Mm. out. (laughs) And, And just start like start going, how can I have some fun with my life? Honestly, if you're in business right now and nothing is working out, the best thing you could ever do is take a few days off and go and have some fucking fun because that's going to clean up your vibration. It's going to allow you to get back in flow. It's going to remind you why you were born because it's like your soul gets to be on a holiday every day. You didn't start a business to become a slave to the business. You started a business that would support you, that would love you, that would fill you up. 
And so stop being a slave to it, like you're being a slave to the money and just start realizing that the more fun you have, the more money you make, the more joy you have, the more play you have, the more like the more you are you, the more the universe will support you. That's all it comes down to. And I love the whole law of attraction in, in business because I watched the movie is so freaking old. Somebody like needs to seriously redo it. However, (laughs) it's still, even though it's, it's been around for a such a long time, it's still relevant to today. It's still so true and so relevant. So even though it was, you know, not the greatest movie to sit there and watch one time when someone told me about it years ago, it still is relevant. And so if you haven't seen the laws of attraction, I think it's on Netflix or Hulu, like go watch it because I haven't, I haven't even seen that. Is it, is it's not the secret, is it? It's actually called laws of attraction. No, I think it may be the secret. Yeah. Yeah. And like, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of criticism about the secret. I guess the, the only thing that, you know, but there's, there's multiple laws of the universe. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there's a lot of little things that obviously you and I can help clients out with, but it's all just really becoming an energetic frequency to what you want. And also with law of attraction, I do believe that the momentum that we create with our thoughts is more powerful than anything in the world. I really do believe that. But there is also a law of action. And if you were to already have the life that you want, how would you be taking action? Would you be calling up Jay Shetty and going, I'd like to be a guest on your podcast? Like what is the action that you need to take so that you can live the life that you want? And the thing that people get stuck on, which I've really learned over the last couple of years, is that when you do anything in your life, the universe will always give you something back. So for instance, if you were to reach out, I used to use Jay Shetty because you mentioned him before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and my friend actually had him on um, on her podcast. He's such a lovely guy. That's awesome. Um, yeah, but if you were to reach out to Jay Shetty and Jay Shetty never got back to you, guess what would happen? The universe would probably get somebody that was friends with Jay Shetty or someone that was around that same vibration and get you as a guest on their podcast because that's how the universe works. When you go out of your comfort zone, you create momentum and you start doing things that are acting as if, because the reality is that we shouldn't be idolizing anyone in this world. Everyone has the equal amount of value that we have. Every single person is equal. Our souls are equal to the homeless person, to the queen. Like we're all equal. It's just obviously there's certain like amounts of value and things like that given in the marketplace, but we are all equal. So to put someone on a pedestal and go, oh my gosh, I'm not going to reach out to Angela because she seems so incredible. Like it's like, it's just silly because the reality is that. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Why wouldn't you? (laughs) Exactly. And when you do that, you're showing the universe that everything's equal and you can have anything that you want. And when you start acting as if you're limitless, then limitless opportunities start manifesting into physical reality. Oh my gosh, that is one movie I love, Limitless. When that came out, I'm like, I want that pill. Well, <laughs> and yes. like, oh, oh that may not be so good for you. <laughs> no, but it, it's sorry, it's like the Matrix. You know, it's yep. really just about the fact that we are living living in a conditioned reality. Everything, yep. everything just is. Mm-hmm. Every single thing just is. I am recording this on just a computer. 
I don't need to give it a label. I could say it's the best computer on the planet. I could say it's the most expensive. They're the labels. Like it doesn't need to be anything. It's just like a person walks past. They can just be a person. They don't have to be the most incredible thing in the world. Or, you know, we go around, we idolize fake gods and all of these things that was never meant to be. It's like giving away our power and saying, well, we're less than something when we're not. We're all equal. And there are a lot of illusions that have been created in this world, like Instagram and social media. And I'm not saying anything bad against all those things. I think they're incredible tools, incredible mediums for business, but people need to get out of their heads with this whole followers bullshit and go, oh, well, I'm less than them. It's like, where it's all about co-leaders. Like, I really wish like Instagram, Facebook would all change like it to like co-leaders or friends or something that really didn't um because obviously all of the social media and those types of apps are actually conditioning the mind to get addicted because it's just like the pokies and it's just going up 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 and people cannot get off of it and so it's about really taking charge of this organ which we call the mind allowing your soul to run your mind and your body not your mind to run everything else because your mind is only fabricating a story based on a really deluded illusion really mm-hmm. like it's all fabricated it's all made up it's like someone's mean to you one day and you go create a story around them being a terrible person when they could be the nicest person on earth but they were just having an off day and so now you hate yep. them and that's what your mind will do um but you can also use your mind for the better good and realize that there are a few things you need to know about your mind that it loves repetition so if you want a better life you start programming it to want a better life you know you start being like, oh, I'm a millionaire or whatever it is that comes up, you know, for you. And I had to do this for years with my mind and just repeat the same stuff over and over and over and over again until it became my physical reality. And when you use the tools and the organs in your body for the better good and to really give you that wildly fulfilling life, then you're going to have a good life and it's going to be easy. But when you let your mind run the show, you have to understand that your mind is designed for homeostasis. So it's designed to keep you safe. And it's always going to make you scared and feared because it's programmed to allow you to run away from that saber-toothed tiger. And so you've really got to go, okay, cool, mind. That's We're not doing that today. We're actually going to go off my soul and my heart and know that I'm limitless because your mind cannot understand consciousness. It cannot fathom consciousness. And that's where we get stuck. Yeah, we really do. I think this is so helpful. Like anybody that's listening, and if you're feeling stuck and you're not sure what the heck you're doing with your time and your business, go back and listen to this again, (laughs) because it's so true. It's so true. So as we wrap up, and if anybody that's listening, and they're just hustle, 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 constantly hustling, and they're staying in the fast lane, but they're definitely being a slave to the money. What's one thing that you can tell them to do that You can stay in the fast lane and you can still enjoy your life, but manifest the positive stuff. Is that the one thing that you would say is is the most important, is the mindset of manifesting the the positivity of things? It's the being. It's the being, like living in the present moment and just really quickly with the hustle. When you are constantly doing you are, it's like filling up a cup. When you're filling up a cup with doing, 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 you're pouring more and more into that cup with doing. The universe has no space to give you anything and receive. 
And so when you start doing less or you're getting rid of all the things that no longer serve you, you're creating space for the universe to deliver incredible opportunities and abundance through to you. And it just comes with being because when you're being and you're not in your head, then you're able to receive guidance. You're able to know where to go. You're able to feel where your soul needs to go next. Doing is just a mask for covering up your feelings, really. And your feelings are powerful because they're a compass to get you to where you need to go. So true. So true. And so helpful. Like my whole thing is some of my friends are like, why do you teach productivity? I'm like, so I can help other people be present. (laughs) Like in their <laughs> life. And like yeah. it all goes back to exactly what you're saying. Like, it's okay. Like, stop all the distraction shit and like be present in what you're doing. Because when you're not being present, you're doing yourself and the people you are with a disservice. You, you know, you really are. So this was so helpful. Thank you so much for your time. And I know that you have a guide, an ultimate guide that we're going to put in the show notes for everyone that can go and download it from your website. So that is awesome. Can you tell us a little bit about what's in this ultimate guide? Amazing. So the the guide comes with a free 20 minute masterclass as well. So it actually, yeah, it's been really, really popular. So it's actually like getting ready for 2021 with the whole grounding manifestation side of things because I realized a long time ago that if you keep hustling you are like hustling and doing is the lowest 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 level of manifestation Mm -hmm. when we start being then we start expanding and growing and so this guide and masterclass really takes you through that in 20 short minutes and allows you to get really really clear on where you want to go this year what you want to manifest this year and just some really, really, really epic things that I've learned from being in business over the last decade and just, you know, investing several hundred thousand dollars on like coaches and mentors and Mm -hmm. growing myself. And yeah, it's really just me giving back and helping you because the more incredible women that we have in the world, the better this world gets to be. Awesome. I love it. And what's your favorite platform for everyone to connect with you on? probably Instagram at the moment. Actually, I've just gotten back into, I think years and years of not being on my personal Instagram and having Mm. um, staff manage it for me. And now I'm like, nah, I'm back there. So I I think I went went through the whole, like, I just don't have time. Like as we do the silly excuses, but no, I'm really loving it. So Instagram. So I do have a weird name. So it's ever.kasitsky. But the easiest one too, if you're a woman in business, ladies up dot co on instagram it's a really really beautiful little community um we've only just started recently and yeah it's all like every like millions of videos and just epic resources and quotes and all that fun stuff to keep you motivated inspired and yeah allow you to step into all that you can be i love it and y'all if you're driving we will put all of these notes so you don't have to remember how to spell anything we'll put them all in the show notes and so make sure that you go and connect with Eva. And I am just so thrilled that you took time out to be here today. So thank you. And everyone that is listening, thank you so much for your time and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of Business Unveiled. Bye y'all.
What's up, GSD leaders? Thank you so much for tuning in. I would love for you to text me your number one takeaway, any feedback that you have. And we're also starting a new series called The Number One Time Suck, how you can be more productive in GSD and everyday life so you can be present. So if you can help us out and let me know, just text me your number one time suck, 615-527-8755. Let's get shit done.